Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We are your home for the Boston Red Sox. WVEI-FM and WVEI-HD1. Westerly, Providence. Southern New England Sports Original. Sports Original. 103.7 WEEI. Always live on the free Odyssey app. We now return to Cordishi and Coy. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original. 1037 WEEI. Hi, welcome back. Hour number two of Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. If you want to join us this morning, we've got one open phone line right now. It's 401-777-1037. Joe and Pawtucket's been hanging on. Good morning, Joe. You're next on Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. Good morning, Mr. Kodesi. Good morning, Mr. Clyde. How are you? Hey, Joe. Wonderful, Joe. Thank you for being patient and deferring to my mother in the last segment. I appreciate <laughs> that. I understand. I, I, hope that, I hope the show gets a lot more callers. This will be the number one sports show at all of the Northeasters like Colin Hurd and uh, ESPN uh, First Take and um, I mean, Get Up and First Take. How's what, that sound? You know what I'll say, Joe? I have something that I want to bring up a little later in the show that I agree with Colin Cowherd on that he went on a rant with this week, and I've disagreed with him a lot, but there was one thing he went on a rant on, and I said, you nailed it, pal. So that's coming up later in the okay. show. Yes, and um, that's, I, I, yeah, that's a, on uh, a show, too. A lot of people watch that show, Colin Hurd. So, Big time. All right, my thought, uh, and I want to uh, say that Jane, I call her for the Red Sox. Boy, she knows her sports. I like how she has presented herself. You should take her calls more often if she calls up. Well, Joe. I'd probably be forced to. She is my mother, after all. <laughs> as, as the producer, oh. she goes head of the line anytime she calls. I know. I know. Oh, nice. Oh, very good, Mr. Coit. I know. Um, she, well, that's where I get it from there, Joey. Yes, you got a nice mom. Okay. Yes, I do. Yes, so, I, do. I agree with you guys with the Celtics. Um, I see the talent that the Celtics have. They have the talent, but they got to be tougher, like I've been saying all along, and um, they got to be smarter and uh that's it. They, they got the talent. They're just going to put it together and play hard every single night. Now, what a game at Brown University last night uh, for the Brown Bears. Big win, and hopefully they can get another win this weekend. So it will be two games move up in the standings. Um, they had good ball movement, good passing, good shooting, and um, they got to play good defense. And Mike Miners, the coach, to uh, make this program happen. He knows his basketball, and so does T.J. Sarantine. So we got to get them good. And you know what was in the house last night? The Ken Providence English. College Friday's coach was in the house last did you, night. Did you in, say hello to Coach English? English? Yes, 
You I did. said on the way Good. out, I didn't want to bother him. I wanted him to watch the game, enjoy himself there. I said hi to him after the game. I said, keep it going at Providence. Good. And, um, and so, uh, and who do you think should be coach of the year in the NFL? Ooh. Um, good question, Joey. That is a good question. You know, even, even, even after last weekend and what happened there, I probably still, I, I, I might lean Dan Campbell. Ooh. I know. But you know what? He had a heck of a year. He got him to the NFC Championship game. I, I, I might lean Dan Campbell there. though. I'm going D'Amico Ryans. D'Amico's a good one. Stefanski with Cleveland was a good, I mean, with all that they deal, dealt with there, that's a pretty good one. I mean, D'Amico Ryans, I mean, rookie quarterback. Yeah, I'm going D'Amico Ryans. I, I probably would lean Dan Campbell. Like I said, even that that might be controversial after last weekend, but we, if we were talking about this last week, we wouldn't be saying that. Yeah. I think we might be saying Dan Campbell. And um, don't forget about all the big games on TV today for college basketball, and you got Browns tonight and Duke in North Carolina, and, and hopefully I'll see you at the all game right. tonight. And um. Go all the teams. Have a good day. All right, Joe. Thanks, buddy. Joe, I'll see you tonight. I'll come over and say hello. Hey, thank you. All right, 401-777-1037. The phone number, Dave in Stonington, Connecticut, wants to talk a little college basketball. Good morning, Dave. You're next on Cordishi and Coit and WEEI. It's been a fun morning, guys. First, you start out with Seinfeld. Then we had the uh, the family gathering there. That was great. As, as long as you guys don't uh, refer to yourselves as schmoopies, okay? We're, no, we're good. you're schmoopies, okay? Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to talk about the officiating in college basketball. And okay. I watch a lot of the, the college games so far this year. Um they used to like uh, get on the uh, the kids in the past couple of years for uh, carrying the ball. They're not mm-hmm. calling that anymore. No. Dragging the pivot foot. How many times did I see Klingon the other night in the UConn game drag that pivot foot? They don't call it at all. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And and the uh, Purdue Northwestern game that was a joke. We were that was a downright joke. When you're taking 46 yeah. free throws and the other team's taking eight. I'm surprised Collins didn't get kicked out of that game earlier. Yeah. I mean, I, I, he, he's a I great agree. coach, and, and that's a great team that he's got there. And Zach Eady gets away with murder. He really does. And I'm wondering which New Jersey team he's going to lose to in the NCAA tournament this year. Maybe Ryder will sneak in. Who knows? I mean, yeah, New Jersey's got <laughs> I thank you for teams. taking my call, guys. Have yeah, yourselves thanks, a great right. safe thanks, day. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. No, the officiating is an interesting topic. Um, you know, it is, and I'm always one of those guys. I, I, I try not to go overboard because they're humans. Me and too. You're, and when, when you see how fast the game is played and how physical the athletes are, there's going to be mistakes made in Absolutely. real time. There's no way they can't. Like last night's a perfect example. I don't think we brought up the officials' names once in the broadcast because yeah. it was a well-officiated really game. Good. Did they did they make a, a couple of mistakes? Yeah, I, I remember some calls where I said, no, nah, that really wasn't a foul. That they, but you know what? It, in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't a big deal. No. When when you don't notice the officials, they're doing a good job. Yeah, it's it the was, game where you really notice and they're like, oh, man. But the it, Providence-UConn game. That's why this, this week it was an interesting yep. topic because it, it really that, – that crew affected the game. Yeah. That crew affected the game, um, and that's that's a shame because it, it, it only in that game I think it only worked to the disadvantage of Providence um, because you know obviously it got a guy like Aduro who was playing well in foul trouble, um, you know it just made it but it just overall it just made it choppy yeah. and 
I know sometimes it's I know it's difficult. Um, but that game, I'm like, oh gosh, can you reel it back in a little bit? Allow them to be a little bit physical. Usually like, in the Big East, they let them play too. I know. But yeah, on that night they were they were. It was just chippy everything, everything. Yeah. everything, and it's just like ah, it's just so choppy. It's it's frustrating because you wanted that game to be. You know, but I, I can't remember too many calls in that game because I watched it. I can't remember too many calls in that game where I said, "Well, you know what? That really wasn't a foul. They probably should." I can remember a few. There was and a few that I was just yeah. like, "Okay, what are we going to do this every time? Like yeah. every every move, every move that somebody makes. Like, come on, guys! Like you got to let them play a little bit." Uh, I don't think it's that, there's nothing specific in my head because it's like it's it's just like it was so choppy every every yeah. single possession. Like you gotta. I don't know. It just there wasn't a great feel for it. I know it's a difficult job, but you know, yeah, that that was. It's tough. it's funny. Russ and I always joke before we go on the air. I always like circle the officials' names and I announce them at the beginning of the broadcast. Yeah. And I said, Russ, there's your targets. <laughs> 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 Last night, all three officials' first name was Mike. I said, so it'll be easy when you're that, criticizing yeah. officials to say Mike. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but then Mike Martin will be looking over. What do you want, yeah. Russ? I'm trying to coach here. <laughs> uh, no, I know, and we and we are around it enough, Scott, where we know these crews. We yep. know a lot of these officials, um, and you're right; they're 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 human beings, and a lot of them really really good guys. Yeah, um, it's, it's not an know. easy job. Either, no, like it's not. It, it's not. But it's I don't know. It, it comes with the territory, you know. Doing this job is is sometimes you know the, the criticism and. Um, I don't know, that UConn game the other night was just so choppy. You know, again, they're going to make mistakes. The only thing I ask for is consistency yes. on both ends, right? So if you're going to call it one way, call it the other way. If you're going to call it tight, call it tight down the other end. You're going to let them play, let them play down the other end, that type of thing. I agree. That's that's where – and that's where my, my issue was with the Providence-UConn game. It was just like it was so – it was just too much. And it's not a specific official or anything like that. It's just a feel for – What's going on? There. And Dave is right. I mean, if you look at today's game compared to like when I played, which was long, long ago. Yeah. Like, if we ever handle the ball the way guards do today, oh, yeah. that's a carry. Carry. That's trouble. Whistle ball. blows. That's yep. a turnover. Yep. Now these guys and they dribble, put their hand under the ball, and they fully rotate the ball before they dribble it a second time. No, nothing's worse than the NBA. Yeah. Nothing's worse than the NBA. The carries and the walks that James Harden has gotten away with in his career, yeah. it's it's insane. It's yeah. just like, then, re, then rewrite the rule. Add an extra step to traveling. Like, because this is this is a joke, you know? I mean, in the college game, you're right, maybe there's more of that now. Um, but the NBA is where it's really glaring. Yeah. It's like, come on, guys, you got to call something. All right, we haven't even gotten into any football. Uh, Super Bowl 58, love to get your thoughts on the matchup. Sure. Uh, Bill Belichick, as we mentioned at the top of the show, the game of coaching musical chairs has ended, and Bill was left without a chair. Uh, he will not be coaching this year. The question is, will he ever be a head coach in the NFL again, or is this it? Have we seen the last of Bill Belichick on the sidelines? Maybe more importantly, what's up next for him? What does he do this year? Is mm. he going to be on TV on Fox, as the rumors say, maybe with Tom Brady and Gronk. I, I don't know. What do you I, think? I don't know, Scott. Um, I mean, I think he would, after watching his college game day appearance, I think it would at least be interesting to, to watch, entertaining. The guy's a football encyclopedia. Like, I think it's so funny. Some people nationally are like, oh, he's an old curmudgeon. I don't want to see him on TV. It's like, 
no, you don't know the real Bill Belichick then. Because this guy, he knows the game so much. He's so engaging when he talks about football. I think it'd be he'd be a great addition to like a pregame, you know, pregame crew. I mean, put him on Fox pregame with Gronkowski and Edelman and then have them toss out to Brady in the booth with Burkhart. I mean, we're talking, yeah, if you're a Patriots fan, you're you're foaming at the mouth. But even if it's not with those guys, I, he can be so engaging when he's talking about football and telling stories that it would be really, really interesting. Here's another one I'll throw out at you. What if ESPN calls him and says, you know, maybe on at some points on Monday Night Football, something like that, he slides over in a chair next to... Buck and Aikman? No. Rex Ryan? No. Better. The Mannings? No. Way better, guys. Bruce King? It's oh, Berman and Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> he'd, pro- he'd probably like that. Berman hey. really doesn't do much anymore. No, he doesn't. He's now on he ESPN+. Doesn't. Plus, you know, it... But this might be a way to, like, re-engage with, with Chris Berman, you know, in some capacity on Monday Night Football because there's such a respect. You remember when Berman walked into the no, press conference no a couple of years ago. He's clapping for him, and yeah. he's, you know, oh, my gosh. There's such a great relationship there that I, yeah. that would be maybe some sort of segment or something on the pregame show or something like that. Man, I'm just throwing. I, 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 I'm just. I'm just throwing out a night. Get get so, him on the Pat McAfee show with that crew. That'd be hilarious. So I I really don't know what's next for Bill, and I'm not overly concerned about what's next for Bill. I will say this: reading into how this played out, I can't help but think that one of two things are at play here. Number one. Uh, not a lot of teams, I think, want to hire a co- an old coach. Yep. Okay. A, a guy that's in his seventies. Mm-hmm. That's number one. And number two, uh, I do think that a lot of people maybe believe that it was a hell of a lot more Tom Brady than it was Bill Belichick. Maybe they're looking at that and saying, you know what? How good of a coach is he? Like, if this guy were a slam dunk, greatest of all time, and could turn around any pro- – like, if he had won consistently without Brady, first of all, he wouldn't have lost his job here. Yep. But the fact is, I think that weighs on the minds of other teams as well. You know, look look at what he did. Look at his record with Brady. Look at his record without Brady. Never mind, he's the one who pretty much pushed Brady out. That That is one thing, Joe. I think that's that's right, a, a key point. Don't get me going on that because I'm, I'm really starting – Bob Kraft is on the clock with me. Okay, because you know it's it's almost Red Soxian what he's doing. Did you see the story with Tom Brady Senior coming out and saying he sat with him at the season opener and he told him you know one of his biggest regrets is letting Brady go and that's because Belichick told him he thought he was getting to be washed up. Was you know what I mean? All right, stop it, Bob. Stop the spin control and making yourself look good and Belichick look bad. Okay, don't say it to anybody. Keep your mouth shut. Okay, even if that was the case. Okay. Enough, I, you know, like the Red Sox smeared Terry Francona out the door. Really? You're going to do that to Bill Belichick? Stop it, Bob. Just freaking stop it. He's pissing me off. Well, I also think Tom Brady Sr. has a big mouth, too. Um. That, that's <laughs> even more reason not Br- to Brady Sr. is always one to steer the pot. He yeah, always right. is one yeah, to stir right. the pot. Totally. No question. Calling um, our competition when Brady went to Tampa. Remember that? Right, exactly. Um no, I, I think with, with Belichick, I mean, the, the power control dynamic in an organization, I think, is is thing, uh, a thing that was at play, particularly Atlanta. I think they were feeling each other out in that. 
there it seemed to be I read a story from from Jeff Howe of the Athletic who basically said like the the relationship he called it frosty between Rich McKay and Bill Belichick yeah. because of some of the things that they've talked about with but McKay's already been reassigned within the Falcon organization too. but but I think that was part of just like they don't want to they don't want to give away that power structure that they have in Atlanta they felt like they may have to do that with Belichick the place that I'll be critical of of not uh, hiring or considering more Belichick is Washington Dan Quinn really I think that they panicked because I think they thought they had Ben Johnson. But even then, yeah. why are you panicking? And just, just pivoting to I, – I just – if you're going to go with a veteran coach at that point, I don't know. D.C., new owner, you know, new GM, like you want to get a buzz? That franchise needs a buzz. You think Dan Quinn's going to bring the buzz for you? That, that to me was like – and it sounds like somebody, some people in the organization considered it. They talked to him. You know, maybe maybe it was last minute, but they talked to him. Like, if you're going to hire a veteran coach, I think the commanders should have given at least more of a consideration to Bill because of what he could do for the – not one, what he could do for their franchise, but two, because, again, you're not hiring a young coach and going with the trend. You're going with the, the older guy, and it's him – Dan Quinn over him, really? Uh-uh. I don't understand the infatuation with Quinn. I know Dallas defense has been solid, but this guy was not that great in Atlanta. Obviously, he was the head coach in the 28-3 game. Yep. I, I, I don't understand why he was the front runner in Seattle and why he ended up with the Commanders. Well, and and now his defense I, got lit up by the Packers exactly. in the season, but they, they were good all season long. They you know? were, but also, too. When you have Meek and Parsons, it's not that hard. Now that we're at where we're at here in the future, uh, I don't want to be too revisionist, but with the Falcons, was it more Kyle Shanahan than it was Dan Quinn in no, terms of their success? That's a great question. Because Kyle Shanahan was his offensive yep. coordinator, yep. and they played really well on the offensive side of the ball that year. Again, the, uh, the, the so Bob Kraft is becoming my Red Sox to you. The Red Sox are your hot-button topic to get you going. He's my trigger. Again, I'm going to go back to Kraft again, not to just change a subject away from Belichick and coaching <laughs> hires, but – you know, for him to be spouting off to people, well, it was Bill that told me to move on from Tom Brady, and I was really pissed when he won the Super Bowl the next year with Tampa Bay. You're the freaking owner, Bob. If you wanted to keep Tom, you could have kept Tom. Yeah, right. Because the buck stops with you. Mm-hmm. You stepped in before. You stepped in supposedly with the Jimmy G situation. Why didn't you do it there, Bob? Ultimately, that decision falls on you. You're the owner. What? What's that, Joe? Mrs. Cordishi's on the line, wants yeah. to talk about Robert Kraft and the Patriots? Oh, wow. Number one uh, caller. Yeah, there you go. Bob Kraft is on the clock for me, okay? Let's see how the Gerard Mayo era works out. I am rooting for them. I am a lifelong Patriots fan, just like Bob Kraft is. I'm rooting for them to succeed, but I have some serious doubts moving forward about this franchise. We'll take a timeout. We're late for a break. We'll come back with your phone calls, 401-777-1037. You're listening to Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.